I've heard it said that we're human beings, not human doings. And yet too many of us feel like we need to be doing something to prove ourselves worthy of being. It's a trap I get caught in, even though I know I don't have to prove myself to God. In fact, that's the phrase that I'm going to be asking you to believe and speak with me today. I don't have to prove myself to God. I'm also going to be giving you two reasons why you do not have to prove yourself. And if you stay with me to the end, I have a secret that will have you saying, I'm free to be me. Welcome to the Believe and Speak podcast. I'm Shauna Marie Bryant, and I post new videos every Monday and Wednesday. I hope that you'll subscribe and click the bell for notifications. On the Believe and Speak podcast, I read a little bit of scripture every single week, and then I pull a declaration out of that scripture that I want you to believe and speak with me because I believe it will empower your tongue with truth. Today, I'm going to read just a couple of verses for you from Romans 8, verses 1 and 2 out of the New Living Translation. So now, there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to Him, the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. How can there be condemnation for anyone who has been set free? If you fight with quiet, intrusive thoughts that insist you do more or be more to be worthy of acceptance, then I want you to replace that lie with this truth. I don't have to prove myself to God. Will you say that with me? I don't have to prove myself to God. Now, Romans 8.1 spells out the first reason that we don't have to prove ourselves. Jesus freed us from condemnation. Now, I read the New Living Translation, which says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Now, the New International Version says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation. Now, I once heard that whenever you see a therefore, you need to ask yourself, Well, what's it there for? So in the previous chapter, Paul, who wrote the book of Romans, writes about the law and sin. Now, these are two things that the Apostle Paul knows very well. In Philippians 3, I think it's verse 5, he talks about how he's a Hebrew of Hebrews and in regard to the law, a Pharisee. All right? He knew it. But knowing all of this didn't allow him any freedom at all. He said he was a slave to sin, and he was also a slave to doing his best to keep the law. Paul actually confessed in Romans 7 that he did the very things that he didn't want to do, and he didn't do the things that he wanted to do. Now, in order to help you understand the reason for the therefore, remember, therefore, now, there is no condemnation, I want to read the lead-in 
into Romans 8.1, and I'm going to read it out of the message. I actually have it here beside me today, and it looks different from the Bible I usually have, and that's on purpose. I don't normally teach out of the message because it's not a direct translation of the original languages. Romans was written in Greek, and the Bibles that I normally read from, the New Living, the NIV, these are direct translations of the original language. But the message is, is written more like a novel, like a story, and it interprets what the author meant and what the author said, but it's very, very close to accurate. And I love how the author, Eugene Peterson, put the words of Paul in again, in that lead up, remember, in that therefore about not having any condemnation. And so first, I just want to read for you Romans seven seventeen. This is how the message puts it. I need something more. For if I know the law, but still can't keep it, and if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. Now, if you watched the past couple of videos that I've done, then you know that I've been talking about how Philippians 2.13 teaches that God works in us to will and to act, to give us the want to and the can do. Now, the same apostle who wrote to the Philippians about how God works in us also wrote to the Romans about how Jesus freed us from condemnation. And again, that is the first reason why you don't have to prove yourself to God. Jesus freed us from condemnation. And if you belong to him, you have been set free from that law that governs sin and death. And there is no condemnation for you, my friend. You don't have to be a human doing just to please God. I tell you what, Jesus didn't come to control us. He came to set us free. So will you believe and speak today's declaration with me again? I don't have to prove myself to God. Now, before sharing the second reason that you don't have to prove yourself, I want to pick up reading how the message interprets what Paul said in Romans 7, 24 and 25. Those are the two verses that fall right before the therefore in Romans 8, 1. So again, this is Romans 7, 24 and 25 from the message. I have tried everything and nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? Isn't that the real question? The answer, thank God, is that Jesus Christ can and does. He acted to set things right in this life of contradictions where I want to serve God with all my heart and mind, but am pulled by the influence of sin to do something totally different. My second point is this, Jesus accepts us 
unconditionally. I tell you what, if we can believe Bruno Mars can love you just the way you are, then why can't we believe that God does too? I'm old enough to remember when Billy Joel had a song that also said, I love you just the way you are. I think that those songs were so popular because they made us feel like, hey, I'm free to be me and I don't have to prove myself. You are free to be who God created you to be, so you don't have to prove yourself to God. Jesus freed us from condemnation. Jesus accepts us unconditionally. My friend, you are not bound by the law because Jesus fulfilled the law by paying the debt of your sin when he gave his life for you on the cross. And that leads me to the secret that I promised to share with you at the end. My secret is knowing I belong to Jesus. God does not condemn those who, through our own confession of faith, belong to His Son, Jesus. By faith alone, through God's grace, we have been set free from the law of sin and death. That's why we call it getting saved. If you believe in Jesus, then you can stop trying to earn God's favor, stop trying to do the right thing, stop striving. Don't be a human doing. Simply be the human being that God created you to be. Will you speak and believe our declaration with me once more? I don't have to prove myself to God. And I want you to remember that through His Spirit, God will give you the want to and the can do to fulfill His purposes for your life. Oh yeah, He has work for you to do, but you simply need to trust and obey and rest in the fact that He loves you just the way you are. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, You love us just the way we are. And God, for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, for those of us who have declared with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believed in our hearts, that you raised him from the dead. There is no condemnation. Lord God, no shame, no guilt, not even regret, Father, because you make all things new. And you say, therefore, there is no condemnation. And so, Father, I pray that we would walk in that freedom. Lord, that we would release anything anything, Father, that the enemy wants us to carry around, that makes us feel less than, that makes us feel unworthy, that makes us feel like we got to do, do, do something to prove ourselves to you. Lord, you love us just the way we are. Yes, you want to sanctify us. Yes, you want to reshape and mold us into the image of and likeness of your Son. You want to give us the mind of Christ. But Father, you are not some horrible taskmaster expecting things of us that we could never ever deliver. You empower us by your Spirit and you wash us clean with the blood of Jesus. Father, help us to start this day, this moment, knowing that the past is in the past and the future is filled with hope because that's what you've promised. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you that you have set us free 
We are free to be ourselves. We are free to love and serve you in the way, Father, that will bring us both joy. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining me for Believe and Speak. As you know, I am now posting videos twice a week, so I hope that you'll subscribe if you haven't already. Click the bell, and if you I always forget to ask you to like. Click that like. That really helps me out a lot. And share. Remember, your tongue has power. Use it for good.